I produced a Bone Thugs and Harmony video. What? This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. Do you know what it feels like <laughs> as a young man to load up your family's minivan with Bone Thugs to send them to the set? My mother do the catering on a Bone Thugs and Harmony video. Shut up. <laughs> Earlier on the show, Yahoo Sports senior NFL reporter Charles Robinson. Still to come. Host of the Ross Tucker podcast, Ross Tucker. NBA writer for The Athletic, Trey Kirby. Plus actor Richard Schiff. And now, it's Ben Lyons. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in for Rich. The Rich Eisen Show rolls on. Hour number two. Excited. A little bit later on, we're going to have Richard Schiff. You know him as Toby in the West Wing. Incredible actor. Above average golfer. Great Nick fan. (laughs) Texted me after every single game this year. Every game. Was out in Vancouver shooting The Good Doctor. Worked it out with our friends down at NBA TV to get him the streams up there in Vancouver. And he was... He was a diehard this year. A big Yankee fan, so we'll catch up with one of my favorite guys, Richard Schiff. A little bit later, I have known Richard for a long time, and I'm excited to get to know our next guest. Uh, Ross Tucker joins the show, Ross Tucker Podcast, of course, because during the break when I said, hey, Chris, tell me some stuff on Ross. He said, oh, big T-Swift guy, big Taylor Swift guy. (laughs) So uh, kindred spirits here, Ross. I love T-Swift. How you doing, man? What's your favorite track? I I am doing great. Um, And... Uh, I would say Wildest Dreams. Yeah, it's an emotional one. It's emotional to see your connection, too, to Team USA Soccer. And the Netflix documentary, very slept on. You get a chance to see the Netflix documentary that was at Sundance about Taylor Swift? I did, yeah. I, I'm, I, look, I, I, first of all, I, I feel like I always have to disclose this, right? She's from my hometown. Oh, sweet. Okay? So she's from Wyoming, Pennsylvania. I'm good friends with her dad. And I, I have met her a couple times and been on her, her motor home and whatever. And she's an excellent young lady, always nice to me and my wife. But that said, I really do think her music is unbelievable. Like, when I'm, at, when I'm outside with my daughters, like, we put on Taylor Swift radio, you know, whether it's like Spotify or Pandora, whatever, right? And we are rocking it out. I mean, I just think she is an amazing songwriter and i i relate to her music i don't i mean i i just enjoy it. i think it's a lot better than a lot of this other stuff that people tend to like no and ross the reason why i knew we we would become friends is because i simply asked you did you see the netflix documentary and you told me you hang out in her trailer so yes <laughs> I, I knew that uh that we would be I kindred did see spirits the documentary as well. and i think it's interesting like the whole thing where she decided to make a political tweet or whatever i i I think that's very interesting. The whole dynamic uh, behind the scenes, yeah. Of course I saw that, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come, Brock, when you saw that, come on. All right, opening night. You were downloading on Netflix. Come on. Ross Tucker joins the show. <laughs> ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, let's talk a little football while we have you. Philip Rivers thinking about coming out of retirement, possibly. You know, your own career obviously ended, uh, you know, far differently but just this idea of Philip Rivers still thinking like he might have something left in the tank. What's that process like, you think, for him? Well, first of all, it sort of uh, kind of feels very Farvian for him to put that out there. Oh. You know, like, here we are. It's like two days after the Colts quarterback has surgery that this story comes out. I mean, the timing is just very interesting. I'm not mad at him for it. You know, I think it's crazy. Like, let's, let's, let's flush this out for a second, okay? Obviously, he's committed to coaching the high school football team. I'm pretty sure they have assistant coaches and that 
if Philip wanted to leave, that they could handle it. So I, I think he could do it. But, you know, a couple of years ago when I was doing the Eagles, I do the Eagles preseason games every year. And a couple of years ago when they got Josh McCown, Josh McCown would do like, even last year during COVID, Josh McCown would just do Zoom meetings during the week. And then after his sons played high school football Friday night, he would fly back. He'd get there late Friday night, be there Saturday, Sunday, do the game, and then fly out again. You know, if you're the Colts, and let's say you think Wentz is only going to miss two games or four games, whatever it is, does it make sense to trade for Nick Foles or one of these other guys? Or does it make sense to try to work something out with Rivers where he can – like Zoom during the week and fly in on the weekends and play? I mean, he was on the team last year. He started every game last year. He knows the offense. I don't know. Maybe that's a better option than Jacob Eason. No, it's a wild situation because as a professional athlete, the idea that you are comfortable with putting your career to bed and move on with the next stage of your life, and then the door opens up again, and now you're kind of in this limbo and thinking about, well, maybe I do have something left in the tank. And you're right, from the Colts' perspective, if they think Wentz is going to be back in week two or four, then why you know, move heaven and earth to go out and get Nick Foles? I don't think Carson Wentz is, is coming back that soon. They're talking 12 weeks. That could be well you know, into the season and into November. Um, if, if that is the case, do you think that opens them up possibly to a trade situation? Maybe, but it's interesting. I actually interviewed Greg Cosell, who I have a lot of respect for, the NFL Films guru, uh, for the Raw Sucker podcast. And he made the point he'd rather, he'd rather, if he were the Colts, he'd play Jacob Eason over trading for Nick Foles. I mean, first of all, Foles has guaranteed money in each of the next two years. And it's not cheap, number one. Number two, I mean, he's gotten benched back to back years. He got benched for Gardner Minshew. Two years ago in Jacksonville, after Jacksonville gave him a boatload of money, he got benched this past year for Mitch Trubisky, who's now a backup making like $1.5 million in Buffalo. I mean, it's not a great recent track record for Foles, although I will say this. Because of that guaranteed money in his contract, I give the Bears so much credit. I mean, they literally had the guy do a press conference on Monday. When's the last time a third-string quarterback did a press conference? <laughs> but it's like the news comes out that Wentz needs surgery, and they're like, fire up the Nick Foles third-string press conference so Foles can say, I'm better than I was when I was a Super Bowl MVP, and I'm ready to go. I mean, it was – I actually give the Bear, – like the Bears are desperate to get rid of that contract. Ross, it was amazing. The only thing missing from Foles was like a giant boombox like – Hey, Frank, come get me. I'm available. I want to play for you. It was, I mean, seriously, like, uh, get somebody in research to look up the last third-string quarterback press conference. Probably like Tebow 10 years ago. Like, I mean, I Easily. just went, since when do third-string quarterbacks have a, 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 a uh, press conference like that? And then what's funny is, like, that is not Nick Foles' personality at all. I, I've never heard him talk like that. He's usually, like, so reserved, so quiet. I mean, he was like a different guy. Ross Tucker joins the show, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Ross, as someone who over the years has been identified as someone who loves to compete, do you get jacked up and fired up seeing guys put on pads for the first time this week? Yes, I do. Um, I, you know, 
it always sounds a little bit bad when I say this, but more than the camaraderie, more than even the money, like I really honestly miss the violence. You know, like I, I work out and I try to push myself. It's not the same, dude. It's not the same as running into another dude as hard as you can and knocking them over or trying to knock them over. Like, it's just such a pure, primal feeling that once it's over, it's over. Like, you can never do it again. And I, I miss it every day. I mean, I daydream about someone like, I don't know, pushing my wife in a bar. Not hard, but hard enough that I can, like, crush the dude. Like, <laughs> I can legally hit somebody. Like, something where I'm legally allowed to respond with force. I, I don't want anything real bad to happen to anybody, but I want to be able to unload on someone. I mean, I, I've thought about starting a business where, like, people like you, Ben, and Brockman can line up for 100 bucks. <laughs> you put a helmet and shoulder pads on, and you can just run and just lay out some dude. I don't know who the dude's going to be, but just lay – like, I feel like we would make millions. Once you have that feeling once, you're like, honey, I got to go. Where are you going? Oh, I got to go to Ross's place again where I can go knock out a dude. I'm so mad. I had a terrible day at work. Let me go lay a couple of guys out. I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, the first rule of Fight Club is Ross. You don't, you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> Have you thought about challenging someone on TikTok? Are you calling out YouTubers in comments looking to live stream fight someone? Is that in your future? No interest in anything that could cause any injury or pain to me because I've, I've done that. So therein lies the rub, right, Ben? Like, I, I want the positive of it. I, I want to go lay somebody out in any capacity. Like, I just want, I, I don't want to injure someone, but I want to hurt, like, I want to cause them discomfort. And I enjoy doing that. But I know what that entails. I mean, I had a back surgery. My career was my neck being herniated, bruised spinal cord, did my right MCL. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's the other thing, too, I always think about now, which is so interesting. Like, knowing what it does to your body like, when I see some of these guys, like, in their 12th year, and they've already made 40 million bucks, and they sign a one-year, like, $1.5 million contract, I'm always like, hmm. I mean, on the one hand, that's a million and a half dollars. Like, that's a ton of money. On the other hand, it's probably not going to make a difference in their life. They've already made a lot of money, but whatever added wear and tear to their body and whatever injury they suffer this year, that actually is going to have a big impact on the rest of their life. Yeah, but I would imagine they realize, like you have, that you can't line up on a Sunday and run someone over. And this is the only shop in town until your business opens up where you can do that. So I think that's probably the motivation for some of those kind of guys. I, I think it's a big part of it. Like, I still, to this day, okay, and if this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I do a lot of college games for CBS Sports Network. I will typically try to find a high school game, like I'll drive around on a Friday night, whatever college town I'm in, and I'll just look for lights. Like I'll just look for lights. I call it find the lights. I'll look for lights. I always have to get there before the national anthem so that when they play the national anthem and everything, and I look down at the high school kids, my eyes fill up. Like there aren't very many things in life that make you do that. And that emotion, that experience, uh, I just think it's so special, so pure, and if I can get it, 
without any drugs or anything. I just go drive to a high school football game on a Friday night. It's pretty good. Ross Tucker joins the show. Ross Tucker football podcast, former offensive lineman. And like I said, a guy who loves to compete. I was right. This and guy, us, yeah, exactly. Us civilians were never introduced that way. I never said, oh, yeah, it was great working on the Rich Eisen show. Chris Brockman, producer, a guy loves to compete, always there with the stats and information. You never, <laughs> you never hear us civilians no, described that way. Ben, he does it like every time I'm on – Chris and I will get into some like argument or debate. I can't remember what it was before. And then like Chris likes going at it. Chris I love likes going to, at it. Chris like Chris has a little edge to him. Oh, I love it. Massive edge. Always compete. I've ruined so many family bowling outings over the years because, you know, one goes in the gutter and I lose it. Um, Ross, it's romanticized when it's Michael Jordan playing ping pong at the Olympics, but it's Chris Brockman on a family weekend. Come on. It's not the same it's thing. It's just not fun. I mean, I flip over the, the chessboard, like, get out of here. Ross, uh, looking at uh, how you're viewing training camp, what are some overarching, intense storylines that you're looking at NFL season? What's really caught your eye and got your focus. So I will say this. I think the most intense thing right now, and I'm probably going to write about this in my column next week, so make sure you're following me at Ross Tucker NFL. I think the dynamic during the season, guys, when unvaccinated guys, and I'm not making a judgment on that, although we could, but when unvaccinated guys miss games, wow. Like, Okay, so I've been in situations where during a season, there's no, you're always playing with something. And guys will get frustrated if there's a guy that's not playing through an injury that they think the guy might be able to play through. But they also understand, you know, it's not easy to play, period, let alone if you got a sprained MCL or a broken thumb. Like they kind of get it. And also, it's the guy's career. And, okay, like, it's his career. He doesn't want to go out there and perform at less than his best. All right, I kind of get that. I feel like, you know, like the Vikings, right? Cousins is not vaccinated. And if you look, there are different rules for how much time you miss, whether you're a close contact or whether you test positive based on whether you're vaccinated or not. So, like, I, 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 this thing's going to come to a head, I feel like. Like, how frustrated would you be? During this season, if you're starting quarterback or whoever, it doesn't even test positive. There's just like a close contact or something. But because they're unvaccinated, they miss 10 days. They miss like two games. I mean, that's not the same as having an injury you can't play through. That's like it's willingly making a decision to not be available. And, again, I'm not making a judgment. I'm just very curious to see, A, how that goes over, in the locker room, but B, what about the fan base? Yeah, exactly. That was, I mean, I was like when you can tell by the way which guys are vaccinated or not because when they're at a press conference, whether they're wearing a mask or not, they don't have to wear one if they're vaccinated. They do if they're not. But like you can tell. So I mean, I'm from outside of Philly. Like like if a guy, if a star player missed a couple games and people realize it's because they're not back, like people are going to go nuts. No, it's a great point, Ross, and it feels like it's something that's waiting for us as football fans just around the corner and no one's talking about it yet, is that this could be the sort of defining storyline of the upcoming NFL season. Um, and you're going to be writing about it in your new column? Yeah, I'll be writing about it next week. Uh, that, that's the plan for right now. I wrote about uh, Belichick's big miscalculation last week. Brockman didn't read it yet, but he should. 
Uh, biggest miscalculation of Bill Belichick's career by far. What, re-signing Cam Newton? <laughs> I know you hate Cam. I know that. I, the so, thing is, actually, I don't hate Cam. It's I been actually, a tough day, uh, I actually, Ross for Chris yes. because Melo's a Laker. Cardiac Kemba's in New York. Yeah, it's just been a tough day for him. He doesn't know who Jadakiss is. It's, he feels on the no, outside we looking. We talked about in. this before. Uh, we talked about this before Ugh. the draft. Brockman just did not want to roll with with Cam. Oh no! You know what it is? Brockman did not want Jimmy G. Yeah, I, did, I didn't not, want Jimmy Brockman, G. Yeah, I didn't want Jimmy G. Bro- like Brockman's not a typical fan. But he is in the sense that, like, he just wanted something new. Like, he just wanted I'm, something I'm different and new. Yeah, I'm passionate. I've been driving a – I've been having a – And you got it. Exactly. You got, Jones. You got it. I, you had a, I had a minivan for so long, and I just wanted a new car. It's totally fine. But, like, don't bring back the old car if you're just going to buy a new car. So, like, why bring back Cam? If you were just going to draft a quarterback in the first round, which everyone knew you were going to do anyway. I told you, Ross, the guy loves to compete. Because the answer is they didn't know. I mean, what if Mac Jones went three to the Niners? Like, they didn't know who would be available there. So Cam is is like insurance, man. Like, Cam is insurance that's not that high-priced insurance. And I don't know. I I tend to think it will be Mac Jones sooner rather than later. But, by the way, the the miscalculation, you got to read the whole thing, but the miscalculation for Belichick wasn't just moving on from Brady. I really think, guys, and Brockman in particular, I really think he did not place enough value on uh, the mental psyche of having Brady on your team. Like, from two standpoints. Number one, you know, I play with a bunch of quarterbacks, right? When you're late in the game and Brady's on your team, you know you're going to win the game. (laughs) Big difference between that and, like, last year with the Patriots and Cam when they're like, Man, I, I hope Cam can do it. I think Cam can do it. When you have Brady and it immediately got transferred to the Bucks, you know you're going to win. And they didn't obviously they didn't win every game, but those guys thought they were going to. They they knew in their mind we're going to win this game. We got Brady. We got the guy. And then the other thing is, and I've seen some Bucks players talk about this, and I experienced this when I was in New England. Brady's just such a psychopath <laughs> that you don't want to make a mistake. Because you don't want to let him down. In other words, I think Belichick thought, we've established a culture here over 20 years. It's the Patriot way. And he's the king of negative reinforcement. And he plays the first five 8 o'clock team meeting. He has the five worst plays in the day before. You don't want to be on that, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the same as not wanting to let down a guy you love and respect and is an awesome guy. You just you don't want to let I mean. When, even in practice, Brady would look at me and be like, all right, Ross, you and me, great snap first. And I was 26, 27. I started 25 games my fifth and sixth year in the league. But when Brady said to me, like, I wanted to have the best snap of my life as a center, right? And that wasn't because of the Patriot way or because I thought Belichick would rip me. No, I didn't want to let down Tom. And I've seen all the coaches in Tampa talk about that, the players in Tampa talk about that. They lost that New England. Tampa got that, and that like accountability. I, it, it's hard to put a value on that. And, and whatever Belichick, whatever value he put on it, he, he didn't give it nearly as much value as it deserves. Ross Tucker joining the show, the Ross Tucker yeah, Football no. Podcast. We hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Roll the windows down. Maybe play that Taylor Swift song. Run gives me goosebumps every time, man. Great to have you on the show. And you know what, Ben? Let me uh, last thing. Okay, when when people make fun of me. For Taylor Swift, to your point with the TikTok thing, I always say to them, 
As long as you sign a waiver, I'll meet you at the playground. I'll come with a boombox playing whatever Taylor Swift song you want. You can come with your Metallica or ACDC. I will smoke you and laugh and leave with my Taylor Swift song playing. Thank you. <laughs> Ross Tucker and a Taylor Swift versus against somebody who's a Metallica fan would be go. fantastic. Ross, appreciate you checking in, and I look forward to being best friends with you the rest of my life. Thanks, man. <laughs> Sounds good. See you, dude. See you, buddy. See you, dude. Ross Tucker. Ross Tucker football podcast. The Ross Tucker rage room. Like, how do we get on the exclusive beta testing? Hey, honey, what'd you do this afternoon? Well, I did the show and then I uh, went over to Ross's gym and I ran over some guys <laughs> and now I picked up the groceries and what, are we, what should we cook for dinner? <laughs> hey, some breaking news here. Notre Dame's opening game this year versus Toledo will only be shown on Peacock, which means that that will be the debut of Drew Brees, the analyst, only on Peacock. That's right. coming through. It's pretty cool. Love it. College football right around the corner, NFL right around the corner. Peacock dominating. And the NBA getting shooken up the last few days. We got Trey Kirby calling in next from The Athletic. The biggest Bulls fan I know. Something tells me he's going to be kind of excited about the moves they made. Trey Kirby, No Dunks podcast. Ben Lyons in for Rich on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just a uh, real basic question. What the hell are you thinking? Uh, what are you doing out there? You know, just tackling a challenge that most wouldn't do. <laughs> I would say. I so, um, wh wh why? Why'd you do it? Uh, just trying out my new bat booster package <laughs> that I was working on this year. <laughs> For me, though, is 
It's literally like, would you rather live and die? Mm-hmm. Would you rather die and never live? When I went in the arena, like I felt like somebody else took control of me <laughs> and I became like an, a modern day kind of like gladiator, you know, being in there back in that time and just feeling that, you know, the, the Coliseum with the sands and the people that was around and you seeing it, everything and then it, it pull out and you see the, everybody running and, you know, getting go- some people getting just smashed by the bull. Right. And then you look at it and I'm like, okay, uh, everybody going running up and, and circling and and going and touching again his way, why don't I just take it up a notch and just jump over it? Jump over it. So, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> we just looked at the video, and I don't think the bull moves very much. You did, in fact, leap over the, the length, well, uh, the height and length of the bull. Yeah, I had to, I had to uh, you know, match it up. I had to size it up. Um, pretty much have calculations to the point where you never want to jump behind it because you never know what it may do. It may turn right or left on a dime. Yeah. So I wanted just to face it head on. And so when I jumped it the first time, um, everybody started like cheering and yelling. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I did it the second time. And then I heard this word, El Salvador, El Salvador. <laughs> and I didn't know what that means. <laughs> I left that one day. And then I started hearing that through the streets. And I was like, okay, whatever. And came back the second day, did it again. And they stopped the music and everything. Get and out they here. just started yelling that in the stands. To you. To me. Like me now, I'm a football player here in the States. Sure. Correct? Yes, sir. They don't know me from Adam House. Josh <laughs> Josh Norman is not <laughs> out there in Pamplona. Else. When I get there yeah. and they start chanting that name. So I'm like a hero in Spain almost. Not even back here. Let me. So hold on this, a second. This is bananas. Let me get this down so I, I can use this on uh, on, on any host of shows <laughs> this NFL season. El Satador. Yes, yeah, it's just like the jumper. El Satador. <laughs> like the matador. Yes. Like the matador is like the jumper. So I would love just one second in my life <laughs> to have the words El Satador <laughs> chanted to me. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. The show rolls on. Ben Lyons in for Rich. The day after Jadakiss went for 63 points in Madison Square Garden. <sighs> and for the record, I do know who Jadakiss is. I'm just not into these versus rap battles that you guys were talking the about. Aston earlier. Vanquish, That's the color fine. of Dandruff. No, it doesn't mean anything to you? Hey, not I'm, really. I'm not cocky. I'm confident. So when you tell me I'm the best, it's a compliment. Top Kiss. five dead or alive, and that's just off one LP? All right. I'll let you guys Historic go back and forth night. on this. I <laughs> Madison Square Garden last night at the fine, I'll tap out. Oh, Madison good. Square Garden. It's incredible. We had Ross Tucker on the show. It was great to have him. My first time I got the chance to talk to him. And he said some really interesting stuff about the mindset of what it means to be a football player in life after football. This guy's driving around looking for high school games, just wanting to hear that national anthem and get that feeling again of what it's like to go out on a field. Oh, it was incredible to, for him to let us into the insight of what it means to be a football player. Uh-oh. Brockman's making large motions with his hands over there. Shams just tweeted a minute ago. Uh-oh. The Miami Heat have added Victor Oladipo. Coming back, huh? Back to Miami. Off the injury. Take a flyer on Victor. The rich get richer down in South Beach. Get the white linen press. DJ Irie going for his fourth ring. <laughs> Miami has really done a good job this offseason. 
Miami and Chicago, I think, are the two winners. And then you throw the Lakers in there as well. But uh, Let's not turn our nose up at a guy who gave the United States 25 in the Olympics, joining the, uh, the, the four seed in the East. Let's not turn up some of those moves. Yes, but you Bringing know Bringing back that... a former MVP, okay. a former Big East player of the year, re-signing <laughs> a man in New Orleans Noel's top five blocks and backup centers in the NBA. Let's not turn our nose up at Alec Burks, who uh, you know is able to go out and give you 20 in Black Air Force Ones. Let's not... Not poo-poo this. An impressive performance. No one's really done that since Sheet, I don't believe. But um, you are aware that the Knicks will be, you know, there's a recession to the mean, a regression to the mean there for the Knicks. Like, they are going to come back down to earth. So you're Why? probably looking when at When their a, core is all ascending and you're t- and the Miami Heat's hiring, or bringing on broken down Victor Oladipo and the New York Knicks have a top four player, 21 and under on the planet, and they have an all-star entering the prime of his career. What are you talking about? What planets do you live on? An all-star? Are you talking about Julius Randle? An all-star entering the prime of his career. absolute no-show in the playoffs? Second-team All-NBA should have been first-team All-NBA over that impossible Kawhi. Your most important player in a playoff series that you lost growing was Derrick Rose, who can't play more than 25 minutes a game. He walked with a migraine once. He won six titles after that. Who knows what Julius Randle will do? He won six titles. And you call and your your Kawhi thing, man. I'll, I'll let it go because I can't really defend. Has it, he but. signed yet, or is he still holding another <laughs> franchise hostage? Because this will be his third <laughs> franchise now that he has held hostage. We should just call him Ransom. That's what he is. Because he is. Give me old, back my son. He's the old Mel Gibson, Ron Howard movie. That's who Kawhi Kawhi Leonard is. Great movie. Great movie. Great cast. Another yeah. Russo. Great, great another cast. Russo. Ray Russo. Gary Sinise. Hits in the 90s. Who was Renee Russo's agent in the 90s? Getting yeah, roles. Man, just destroy. They live in a house in the hills right now. <laughs> Near Kawhi, probably, in some bunker where he doesn't come out, <laughs> doesn't let people know what he's thinking. I mean, why isn't he signed? If you're, if, if you're Kawhi Leonard, why have you not signed? Hey, look, man, I can't answer these. No one can answer <laughs> these questions. I barely know what the man Kawhi sounds like. Kawhi can't answer the question. You know? But I'm sure he's going to do whatever's best for Can business. Can you imagine going into your boss and saying, give me $40 million to do rehab, but I'm not going to guarantee that you're going to benefit from that investment in my rehab experience. That's a wild thing that's happening right now. I think we should just try that. next. When Rich is back uh, in a couple weeks, let's just be like, hey, Rich, let me just throw this business proposal yeah. at you. So, Rich, you're going to pay me for a year. I'm not going to work. And then a year from now, we can discuss if I'm going to continue to work here or not. <laughs> And that's what Kawhi Leonard's doing. Because if he had wanted to sign for the max, he just would have. They would have signed a one-year deal and then uh, an extension for four. Or signed a five-year big deal. Like Steph Curry just signed a big deal. Steph Curry's going to be making, what, Steph Curry million a year? By the way, good for him. Yeah, he's going to make, he signed a four-year extension at 215. I mean, just doing some quick math there. That's like, what, 51 and change? And it's so interesting where... You know, certain players, you're paying them for past accomplishments. Other players, you're betting on them, hoping for what they can do in the future. So for Steph, it's a thank you for your service. It's we built this new arena. So let's give you some credit for that. Let's continue to have our brand be an international brand now because of what Steph Curry's been able to do. So they're rewarding him for services rendered, as well as him being towards the height of his powers, had an MVP-worthy season and played phenomenal with the cast of, uh, of you know kids up there. So also, like, kind of like you said, rewarding past experience. I mean, he was on a very extremely friendly. I think he won an MVP when he was on a four for forty deal or something. So like they're kind of rewarding him for taking a it's mega good business discount. too. It's, it's good very business good to business, do. Yeah. If you're the Warriors, you want Steph to be a warrior for life, do the whole thing with the family. Twenty years from now, coming out to center court, you want that, right? right. And I also feel like when you look at Steph Curry. 
And you look at a guy like Chris Paul, who also signed this mega deal, who's who's 36 years old. So Chris Paul, when he's 37, 38, is going to be making upward, you know, more than 30 plus million dollars a year. Would you rather pay Chris Paul that number at that age or Steph Curry the 50 million at 37? I think that's Steph Curry at 37 and you're getting a lot much more in your return. I don't know. Aisha's a chef and I don't think she's gone fully plant-based. I feel like there's some <laughs> some meat recipes happening in that household and Chris went full vegan. So, you know, it doesn't help him stay healthy in the playoffs. Healthier. I mean, uh, Steph Curry's someone who's rolled a few ankles too. And if you're the Warriors, are you nervous about the back end of that contract? Probably not, just because, like you said, you're paying him for services rendered. With the Heat rolling on Old Depot, uh, you you do hold your breath a little bit because Victor, unfortunately, has had some some injuries the last couple of years. Do they have terms of the deal? It's just a one year. Just a one year. So it's kind of better. It's a, one of those bet on yourself deals that we're seeing a lot of guys do. You know, they across, kept Tyler Hero, kept Duncan Robinson, said goodbye to Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, so you're bringing Oladipo to kind of take the Nunn spot, and hopefully, you know, that that ticket cashes out. That's an upgrade well. right there. Yeah, I think so. If the he's guy whose claim to fame is that my friend Dan Fleischman bought ten thousand dollars worth of his cards. That's his accolade right now. You <laughs> pass Nunn. on him, and now you have Victor Oladipo, a former All Star, a great karaoke contestant out there, and he's going to go and play in Miami. Which which uh, character was he on The Masked Singer? I think he's a porcupine? Something like that. I think you're right. I think you made Ken Jung cry on The Masked Singer. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't at this point? Ken Jung cried on this show, I, I believe. It's great. It's like, wow, you see Tyrese as a walrus, and you just get emotional. <laughs> not Tyrese, the, terrified of owls, by the way. Not sure if everybody knows that. Tyrese? Terrified of owls. What is uh, an obscure animal that people would be surprised that you're afraid of? Dogs. It's not obscure. I'm on edge, a little uneasy. You get, a, so you get a fast dog. You get a quick dog around my ankles. Ooh, turn into Trey Young and start rolling them. Just I, I, don't get me near a small dog. Oladipo. It's like Tyra Banks is a terrified of dolphins. Well, how you? First of all, dolphins are light. They're love. They are good energy. And when are you finding yourself when in an everyday situation right, where exactly. you might encounter a dolphin at Whole Foods? Exactly. No one has a support, uh, emotional support dolphin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yep. I don't know. TJ, afraid of something that we would be shocked at? <sighs> Not, nothing off the top of my head. No. No. Carl, Carmelo Anthony in a drop top rolling down El Segundo in a championship parade. I mean, that bothers me. I don't know if I'm necessarily <laughs> afraid of it. <laughs> Imagine, will Melo be the first NBA champion who had a parade, passes on the champagne, passes on the beer, and he's just holding like a really full-bodied Cabernet? <laughs> I would suspect LeBron probably did that the last time they won in the bubble, right? It was such a failed opportunity when LeBron walked into Staples when he was injured drinking a glass of wine. Uh-huh. For somebody else in the league to look at that as an opportunity for them to walk into their arena drinking a pina colada. <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't someone do that? Why is LeBron the only guy who can drink wine at work? Because he's LeBron. Couldn't Travis Ware come through with a Michelada? No? Michelada. Michelada. Have you ever had one of those? Yeah, they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Jason, you, that was a laugh of judgment. Like you yeah, enjoy those yeah, things. Jason. I just, my girlfriend loves those. So. <laughs> and I'm always like, this is so gross. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's good. I love it too. It's that's like tomato juice and beer, right? All I know is it's way more expensive at the Dodger game. Like they sell you the regular beer and they sell you one of those and you're just like, that's an extra oh, six bucks? Yeah, it's what like an add on. We had a Dodger game last night. Dodgers did not show up at the stadium. They lose 3 nothing to the Astros. And the energy was high octane. It felt like a playoff atmosphere. Yeah. It was October baseball. And what's interesting about the Astros is that each year that goes on since they were cheating, 
There are fewer guys who are actually cheating who are on the Astros. There's nobody so, left. There's, there's literally four guys left. There's so much vitriol and anger that is being directed forever. towards the Astros. And understandably so, Major League Baseball <laughs> did not do a good job of coming down with a punishment that the fans could wrap their arms around and feel like mattered. Yeah, so they got this away is with lingering it. now in the ethos forever. Well, the problem is, is that uh, Major League Baseball, like you said, they gave the players immunity so they could get the truth. And in terms of doing so, they got no punishment. So the team was fined at, what was it, $5 million or something astronomical, whatever the max was that was allowed. But there was no postseason ban. There was no uh, you know, 50-game ban for uh, Jose Altuve or any of the players who admitted to it. Nothing of that sort. So Nothing. Nobody cares. And Nothing then, happened. And then the pandemic happened, so there are no fans at games. So the fans feel like, well, we can't properly pay them back by – hurling expletives at them from, you know, the Dodger club. So it's like, you know, I totally get that. I totally get why fans would be upset. I would be upset if I was a Dodger fan, but there's nobody left on the team, so just get over it. I had friends throw an inflatable trash can on the field last night, actually. Oh, great. Did you guys make SportsCenter for that? Or the- it was on ESPN, I think. Amazing. I'm hey, proud of them. You roll with some interesting characters, yeah. I've learned. You're quiet over there. We don't hear you talk too much. But then your girlfriend's counting gelatas, and then you're hanging out with people throwing stuff at the games. You got interesting Maserati. This is the fastest way to stand over here. This guy's living his life two quarter miles at a time. <laughs> two quarter miles at a time. Jason Toretto over there. It's all about the family. I don't have friends. I have family. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Trey Kirby going to be calling in a little bit later. I love this guy. He's from The Athletic, formerly of the starters on NBA TV. Now with the No Dunks crew, diehard, lifelong Bulls fan. The, the Bulls have been a dumpster fire since the great Oof. days of, of Michael Jordan. Yes, there was the run with Joe Kim Noah and Derrick Rose yeah, and, that was fun. and Tibbs, and that was fun. But that didn't last, and the way that exploded in, in Chicago has been tough for that fan base. They are one of the few international brands in basketball still, and they should be a, a landing destination for high-profile free agents. And the fact that they got three of them uh, during this, in Monzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan and everybody's favorite former Laker, Alex Caruso, along with Vucevic. People forget they made the Vucevic trade and he got Laurie Marketing on a restricted free agent deal. So we'll see what happens with Laurie Marketing if he gets back healthy. That guy's nice. Yeah, I mean, you can look at him as a, a bench guy. They've got a very good starting five. You would start Marketing for them? I would not. With Vucevic I would, and I think I would DeMar have and Lonzo. I think I'd have him roll with the second unit, right? With Caruso? Yeah. And, and who else is Denzel there? Valentine probably still there. Or got Wendell Carter sighting. Wendell Carter, I don't know how they right. round out the rest of the roster. But Zach Levine. You got Zach, Zach Levine. Vucevic, DeMar. This squad in Chicago. You got He's- a great starting five. I was listening to, to Bill Simmons' uh, pod on the way in this morning, and he was talking about if you look at the East, a team with a great range of you don't know where they're going to be at the end of next season. Like, they could be the three seed, or they could be 11 knocking on the play-in next year. They trade Kobe White. You get something out of a young guard when you're guard-heavy now that you got DeRozan and Lonzo and Caruso. Like, they're not big, so they're kind of guard-heavy, but they're going to score a ton of points next season. DeRozan and Levine, two buckets. That's a squad out in Chicago. Big winner in free agency. Miami got better. Milwaukee gets Bobby Portis back and adds Rodney Hood. Yes, they lose PJ, but they're the defending champs. They get DiVincenzo back. You got a you got a starting two guard back. That's a big deal in Milwaukee, guys. The Celtics, though. Look, we got we're the big winners here. We got Al Horford back, and we got Enos Cantor. Like, come on. 
In Brad, we trust. <laughs> Look, you know, when it, when it comes to New England uh, sports, it's in Bill we trust because Belichick will ultimately guide us in the right direction, the championship playoff direction. And now that Brad Stevens has taken over for Danny Ainge to run the Boston Celtics, we can only carry that mantra over down to the TD Garden. In Brad, we trust. You know it's bad as a Celtics fan. There is a plan. Where I you hope. say to yourself, you wake up, you drive to your job, you go, man, I wish we had kept Tristan Thompson. No, I don't That's really. Tough. I don't think That's I, a tough I don't place think to I'm be at, in. I don't think I'm at that no, point No, because yet. you haven't seen Ennis Cantor <laughs> play defense in a long time. It's been a minute since you've tried to watch it's him guard Julius Randle. It's been a second. Look, if yeah. all of this BS that Brad is pulling doesn't lead to Damian Lillard wearing the green and white zero, then what are we? What is it all worth? Oh, man. All right, we got uh, Trey <laughs> Kirby calling in. You got a J.D. Kiss line for me as we send it to break there, TJ? J.D. Kiss line, yeah. We're all in the same game, just different levels. Dealing with the same hell, just different devils. Kiss. Man, you guys are... Ben Lyons in for Rich the day after Jada goes for 63 in the garden. (laughs) I can't keep up. Ben Lyons here on the Rich Eisen Show. Trey Kirby calling in in 20. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. You're the perfect person to ask this, Bill Burr. Why do New England fans act so miserable? Why must you be... I didn't know that we did. Oh, stop. Unhappy in order to be happy. You don't think so? No, I think think that that's everybody's reaction to the jealousy of wanting to live through what we've lived through in the last 15 years. Because people always say stuff. Yeah, they say stuff like, don't you get sick of winning? Don't you? You're sick of it, right? Isn't it like boring? It must be like boring because that's all they have. They all they have. No, it's awesome. I hope it continues, and I've enjoyed every second of it. And when it's over, you know, it's it's going to be over. Well, I mean, this guy over there, Brockman, with his Red Sox cap over there. Do you have the David Price sound that where he was bitching about David Price after the Yankees beat him up in, what was that, game two? Play it. Go for it for Bill Burr. I want him to quit. I want him to retire <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, he's not going to do I that. I didn't go that That's hard. what I want. <laughs> he was terrible. Part of you... So furious at David Price. I'm so furious. But you were you were kind of feeling good though, like you're getting it off your chest, like you couldn't. It was have been, therapeutic. See but what like, I'm saying? 
that's what what's with is there something about Name another York? sports fan that that sees their guy I don't know just like I, I'm I, maybe I'm just a much more sunny disposition type guy were you screaming oh, at Harbaugh this is about him this is about how great he is oh I, now I see where this is going I was confused no. you know Rich I, I, no. I okay you spoon fed it to me I want to tell you something Rich out yeah, of all the sports shows I go on I think yeah. you are the, the nicest most <laughs> even keeled pleasant respectful to other fan base no I just think it goes back to like the tea party you know it goes all the way back to like you, you, like you don't feel represented you feel like you're taxed you feel like <laughs> a taxed you feel sports it? do you man, feel the jealousy you, don't don't you, you, love you, feel you haven't been represented in the sports it's universe it's always no. great, like it's always great when, I, when I have another teammate come into studio because I'm teamed up against two on one with the New York don't you hate anytime like there's a big Boston uh, game what they show, they always show like lighthouses, lobster fishermen, and Paul Revere. Like, oh yeah, that's Massachusetts. I didn't see, I never saw any of that growing up. I, I didn't have any lobster fishermen friends. I never went to a lighthouse, and I never went to the Freedom Trail. I never did it. I, I I've seen the line painted on the sidewalk. You know, who goes to a tourist attraction in your own city? Exactly. You only do it when relatives come to town. Oh, like, do you want to? I want to go to the USS Constitution. Oh, do you? Here's where. Cheers you want to stand in line down there? Well, have a great time. I'm going to go to a dive bar. Where do you want to go next? You want to go to Cheers? Yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, it doesn't look like that when you go inside. So just take a picture outside. If Ted Danson's not there. Yeah, you want to get some chowder? I hate clam chowder. It's disgusting. <laughs> it tastes like somebody already ate it and then spit it back into the bowl. Looks the same way. Welcome back to the show. Ben Lyons in here for Rich. We're just telling Tyree stories during the break. You know this man has a Benny Hanna in his backyard? Wait, say what now? I did I did hear that. You knew yeah. that, right? Gibsy Hanna. I heard that. Tyrese built a Benny Hanna hibachi style restaurant in his backyard. All right, hold on a second. It's a great American man. He has a Starbucks in his backyard. Tyrese Gibson. Yeah. Tyrese man, Gibson. This man called me at three in the morning three times once and was like, yo, Ben, what is super bad? Like what? The movie from like nine years ago that came out? I never heard of this. I'm looking it up. It made so much money, Ben. What is this? I'm like, well, it's Jonah Hill's like first kind of big thing. What? It's three in the morning, dog. Stop. So Tyrese Gibson, R&B star from the early 2000s, who once timeless American treasure, you mean? Yeah. Who once uh, lost a $300,000 watch off a, a deck? Uh, no, a, a dock at MTV Spring Break, and then dove into the water after it. That guy has a Benny Hanna in his backyard? Gibsy Hanna. Hibachi, whenever you want it, on call. Like, how many people does it see? It's like a Benny Hanna table. It's like a sensible 12 people around us. Oh, I thought he had, like, maybe an 80-person, like, what the fire department has the sign <laughs> on the wall, like, max capacity is 84. One time he was like, hey, come over. We're watching the fight at the house. I was like, oh, sounds cool. It'll be fun. We'll go to Tyrese's house, watch the fight. Think, yeah. 15, 20 people. Got to the house, there's 600 people out there. <laughs> <laughs> Ludicrous going to town on some Rocky's Choice. If you want to talk about someone who's had an amazing career, like this guy, what? how much effort is he putting into all of the films he's in these days? He's always like fifth or sixth on the call sheet. It just gets to have the most fun. He gets to say all the cool one-liners. Yeah, but he's putting in the work behind the scenes. You ever seen his audition tape for Django Unchained? You can watch it on the internet. It's fantastic. He went there. He was so proud of it. I remember he was like, yo, I just made this. He showed it to me. He's putting the work behind the scenes. They went with Jamie Foxx, but he did it. After Will Smith said no. 
Look, look up Tyrese Django Unchained audition tape. That's on the internet. Do it in the next commercial. Him screaming naked in a Runyon Canyon. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see that now. <laughs> Adam in Chicago, you joined the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Adam? Ben, it's Adam from the back. What's going on? This is Adam the call screener, Ben. Oh, Adam, hey. Adam. He's a Bulls fan. That's why he's calling in. First time, long time. We want to take your answer off air. What's up, Adam? Oh, man, Ben, great, great to talk to you. I have to say, you have been a Knicks fan your whole life. I know it's very frustrating, but the last 10 years have been horrible as a Bulls fan. I am so happy for what happened yesterday. Our starting lineup next year is going to be tremendous. We have Lonzo at point guard, Zach Levine shooting guard, Damar at small forward, Patrick Williams at power forward, and then you have Vucevic at center with the depth of Kobe, Caruso, and Lowry off the bench. Hot take right here. TJ, I'm sorry, but I think the Bulls will be better than the Philadelphia 76ers next year. I'm calling it right now. Let's go. Wow. Appreciate the call, Adam. Thanks for listening, as always. Adam, someone when I first <laughs> met him thought he was 24. Turns out he's 34? I think so. He looks amazing. But acts 44, so he just had me all <laughs> yeah. kind of confused. Very bizarre. Not exactly sure what he does here, but he's here every day. He's great. <laughs> he is physically here every day. He's here. He's just kind of in the back. In the back. I see him right before things get started. <laughs> then you don't see him. And then I see him at lunch when we went to Rocco's in Culver City. You're not going to take him up on that bet? You're not going to take him up on Sixers Bulls? <laughs> that was part of We had a group text yesterday. I just poo-pooed it. And then after I poo-pooed it, they signed like three more players. And I was like, oh, okay, let me take this back. <laughs> You know, um, he's gassed up and he has every right to be. The Bulls have been dormant for, you know, yeah, so long. Sure. Just think about Eddie Curry in a Bulls jersey. <laughs> you know, you think about uh, Bobby Portis punching someone in a Bulls yeah. jersey. Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. They just, the end of Jalen Rose. It's been bad, bad in Chicago. Yeah, they, they've made some really good moves, man. And I, I looked at that squad, at, like I said, after our text chat. And I was like, yeah. oh, man, yeah. like. Bulls team might be all right. I love it that I have two teams, as everyone knows, and neither one have done anything except get me a backup center who my starting center once called a bum. You guys remember <laughs> You guys remember the last dance, okay? Now, I can't say this on there, so if you saw it, you remember, and if you didn't, you'll look it up. Remember after it was like they were backstage of one of the uh, arenas in the bowels of the arena and Jordan walked up to Bird and he greeted him yeah, by yes. calling him a word yes. that is similar to a female dog and then he yes. dropped an F you to him. Yes. I believe that's going to be the first time when Embiid and Drummond run into each other at the Philadelphia facilities. I think you're going to have one of those type exchanges oh, breaking, that I can't say on breaking air. Breaking news here. Triller is bringing verses back with Embiid and Drummond. The two of them are just going to go at it. See who wins live on Versus, streamed on Twiller, on Triller. All right, here we go. Do you have Simmons a fight the first day of practice just to get it over with? No, you would have to assume, right? Now, of course, I don't know this because Daryl hasn't returned my calls lately. But I would assume that they probably, well, <laughs> I must said I would assume that they ran this by and B, but then I thought about Aaron Rodgers and Absolutely the Packers. Absolutely not. And I'm like, maybe yeah, they no, they no, run no, this by no chance. Joel B just hasn't earned the right to have roster uh, input. Oh, I think he yet. has. He's 1,000. He's your best player. This man, and, this man is on a training table you're, eating grapes before a playoff nah, game. Ben, you can, you're not going to no, bring a guy at the say, same hey, position. Should as, be our backup center. Yeah, I don't know, man, because you bring in a guy who they have history. They've, you know, they they go at it every single time they play. I would hope that you would at least do that, especially seeing what happened with Aaron Rodgers. 
He's your best player. He's your franchise. I would hope maybe a text was sent like, hey, you cool with Drummond? Because we're picking him up because they have had beef. I would hope they that happened. They drafted Aaron Rodgers' replacement, and he found out watching the broadcast. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. So these <laughs> teams better be letting their star players know of these moves they're I making. I found out that I would no longer be doing at the movies because I was watching CNN on the bottom of the ticker. It said, Ben Lyons will no longer be doing at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I get there. I, I get it. I've been there. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying I would hope so, but you don't know. But I, I think they'll be fine. I just want to see them good. square up like on YouTube first day of practice. Now, well, happen we're in for the better the the good of the Drummond team. and Embiid that's 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 the only thing you guys really did you guys add anybody else Nobody had any, lo- no. so you know then I, I've got Nothing. to think you know we were you know the number one seat last year um I think I think there's something to this the teams that are quiet the teams that aren't offering Rodney Hood random bags of money and they aren't signing you know Alfred Payton or, or, or any of these marginal guys they're quiet they're in the weeds something mm-hmm. could be brewing could be brewing. Haven't seen Philly make a lot of big moves. No. Guys, I'm looking haven't at the... Seen, haven't seen Portland make a lot of big no, moves. No, not really. I'm looking at the NBA futures here for championship odds. Let me just Where throw, are my Lakers at? Let me just throw, I hate you, Ben. <laughs> let me just throw some of these at you. And who do you like... The Lakers. Who do you like for best value? Who would, who would be your bet here? Clippers. Brooklyn and the Lakers are tied for the favorite at 3-1. Milwaukee then jumps to nine to one to go back to back. Golden State has your fourth best odds at ten to one, followed by Phoenix fourteen to one, the Clippers and Sixers and Jazz at sixteen to one. Give me the team in law at sixteen to one. They pick up Rudy Gay, pick up Whiteside, Donovan Mitchell heading into prime of his career. I love the team in law. I don't know how much you get out of Joe Ingles. We'll see Joe tonight as he goes up against the. Uh, American men in Olympic basketball is a big fan of Bikram yoga. I know he does it in the sugar house district of Salt Lake city often. So <laughs> big fan of Joe Ingles. Knicks 45 to one bulls 50 to so, one. By the way, Knicks 45 to one, the NBA to win the NBA championship. Yes. Is such a sucker bet. They are just <laughs> trying to take your money. The, the worst odds are Sacramento, Oklahoma city thunder and Houston rockets at 500 to one. What's What's Atlanta at? It's a good value bet. Yeah, Atlanta probably good value. They're right above the Celtics at thirty-five to one. Thirty-five to one for the Hawks to go to the to win the NBA championship. Win the NBA championship. John Collins just resigned for one hundred twenty-five million for John Collins. Heat culture twenty-two to one. Get Cam Reddish for a full season. Trey Young. I don't know. Heat culture too twenty-two to one. That's pretty good. That's pretty. That's not bad. Not bad. Oh, you can man. also bet on where Kawhi is going to go next year. Yeah, because nobody knows. Because <laughs> no one knows where he's going to go. No one knows what he's going to do. No one knows how he's feeling. No, no, nobody knows what he wants. He's Kawhi. <laughs> on his own island. His own skybox. Should I sit with the team? Nah, I'm just going to chill in the skybox. Got Trey Kirby calling in next. Biggest Bulls fan I know. This is going to get nuts. Ben Lyons in for Rich. The Rich Eisen Show rolls on. Here we go. Russell Westbrook, 2021 triple doubles, 35 and a half. Man, you have some scummy websites in your browser. (laughs) That is degenerate as it comes, but that can bring you so much joy because on a Tuesday night when the Lakers are playing the magic, you're rooting for Russ to hit the glass. That's fun. That's what I'm saying. 35. I mean, I think he's going to go hundred miles an hour throughout the season. That's the only way the Tasmanian devil knows to play. And you're going to have LeBron take nights off and AD take nights off. And, you know, Russ could be in the MVP conversation if he plays 
80 wow. games and goes out there and puts up crazy numbers. And I think people are going to be really impressed with Russell Westbrook in Los Angeles. Russell Westbrook MVP odds, same as Jason Tatum and Trey Young, 16 to 1. You know what I was impressed with, Ben? Jada kiss last night on the versus Ooh, battle. Okay? He, is, he is a unanimous MVP. <laughs> when you think of me, you think of a problem. Who, what, when, and how you're going to solve them, automatic or revolve them. The K-I double lesson is a lesson. Most beams are infrared, but mine's is fluorescent. Come on. Come on. That kid on the Jada Anthony kiss. Hamilton Y remix, he keeps saying, why Team USA keep getting blown out? He's an amazing poet. Just destroyed Dipset last night. Right. There's no way we're going to lose to guys in leather pants. And then Jim Jones wore leather pants. (laughs) Cameron was laying on the beach chair for the first 15 minutes like they had that. They didn't have that. You guys don't have songs for the ladies. Really? Really? Let's play our Grammy winning track with Mariah Carey. I need a ride to die. Let's play our Eve records. (laughs) Historic performance last. I think a Mellow's 62 in the garden. Mm -hmm. I think a Mellow's performance on Easter versus the Bulls hit two shots from 8th Avenue. I think of some of the iconic... Uh, performances at the Garden. <laughs> Walt Frazier's Game 7. Everybody talks Willis Reed, but Walt Frazier's Game 7. Go back, check the box score in 69. Bernard King's Stand Nights by. in the Garden. But last night, Bruno San Martino a, and a Bob Garden Backlund's record. Night. I mean, Ali fought in the Garden. Yes. The Rangers won the Cup in 94. Jimmy Snooker jumped off the top of a steel oh, cage. Superfly and that's the top garden. rope. You know what I mean? My Come first on. concert, Puff Daddy and the Family, Jay-Z, Usher, DMX, the opening acts. What? But the greatest performance. I went set courtside of the next game wearing a Clippers button In up. Madison Let's Square go. Garden jersey was not TJ sitting courtside. <laughs> <laughs> but was Jadakiss last night the delivering locks. bars, destroying the dip set. Brockman has no yeah, idea what we're talking about. No, no more show coming up next. Ben Ryan's in for Rich. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs>